coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend podcast. It's hard to have people mad at you, upset at you, um, disgruntled with you, all because you decided to set a boundary, all because you decided to say no, all because you decided to stop overextending yourself and you need to take some time up for you and take care of you because the people that you overextended to, they're not going to be able to take care of you. Like all of those people you're pouring so much into, people pleasing, doing everything for, they are not going to have the capacity to do the same for you more than likely because they've so dependent on you now. So it's like you're creating a toxic cycle. And so once you break it and you like come out of that and you decide that, you know what, I can't expect nobody else to do a damn thing for me. So it's only right that I take up time and energy to take care of me. Excuse me, can I please talk to you for a minute? When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable. Hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey, girlfriends. Welcome back to the Hey Girlfriend podcast. I'm your host, mindset and intuitive coach and author, Kendall D. And today we are going to be talking about being more selfish. And it sounds wrong at first. And I use the word selfish deliberately here because oftentimes when you begin to no longer be a people pleaser, and when you're moving from that phase of being a people pleaser or you you know you're doing it and you're trying your best to stop being a people pleaser, you know that when you get to that point of where you're trying to do more for you and not overextend yourself and overtire yourself for others, that those same people that you did so much for may begin to call you selfish or you may be called selfish when you start to set boundaries you may be called selfish when you start saying no more and when you find yourself no longer doing so much for others like you used to and you're being called selfish it can sting a little you know it can hurt to be called that and it can make you not even want to be that person anymore that has boundaries. It make it can make you feel guilty for even having it. Make you feel bad about yourself. Like, you know, maybe I am selfish. Maybe I'm I'm not doing enough. Maybe I should do more. And maybe I shouldn't have said no. You know, when you give your answer of no and someone gets upset at you about it, that doesn't mean that you were supposed to say yes. And so I call this podcast. Be more selfish specifically because I want you to get comfortable with being called selfish. When someone calling you that, even if they meant it to be harm to you, you have to look at it as like, okay, I know who I am and I know 
that if I don't have the energy to do something, I'm going to be honest about it. I know that I can't overextend myself anymore. I know that I can't be a people pleaser anymore. You know, when you start to know those things about you and you know who you are, you won't be phased by being called selfish. You may even start saying, you know what? Yeah, I am. And it's like, you also have to look at who's calling you selfish. Is it someone that got upset at your no? Someone that's trying to guilt trip you? Someone that you once used to do a lot of things for? Someone that expects everyone to do everything for them? Someone else that could be a people pleaser? Someone that overextends themselves so they expect you to do the same? You know, look at who is calling you selfish. If it's someone like that, then that's nothing but their anger at your no. And so I had to get used to that. I had to get in my mind about who I am because someone called me selfish. Someone personal, personally close to me, they called me selfish and they did it behind my back. Made it was making it so bad. And I found out about it. And I was already at the at this point in time doing things for this person. I wasn't doing as much because I didn't have the energy and capacity to do so anymore. I am struggling with my own things that I got going in my life. And I don't feel like this person felt like that I really had anything going on because they think like, oh, compared to my life, your life seems a lot better than mine. You should have the capacity. That's not how that go. And so when they, when I first heard it, I think what hurt is because it was behind my back. And what also hurts because, you know, it's like, dang, so you don't really give a fuck about me. You know, it's like, and I told you once before that I had mental health issues going on. I was dealing with my mental health. I was going through a lot and told you I couldn't do a lot. You said you understood, but you turn around my back and say that. So that's, you know, hurtful to say the least. And I could, that word didn't sit right with me at all being called that. Cause I thought about like, you know what? All the times I did say yes, all the times I were there, the one time that I'm going through my own shit and it's like, you are oblivious to it because you're so wrapped up in what you want, what you need. So who's really selfish here? And it took me some time to get comfortable with that word. But once I did, And I'm going to tell you how I did. I not only assessed myself and the person that called me selfish. I thought about who I am at the core, who I am as a person. And then I thought about how I'm there for others in my life. And I thought about how I have been there for others in my life. How, How when I do have the energy to say yes and I have the availability and capacity to that I do. I just stopped overextending myself because it was wearing thin on me. I have so much stuff going on with me. I couldn't tend to me. I felt so self-negligent and I couldn't figure out where the hell it was coming from. And I'm like, I can't keep overextending myself. I can't say yes when the answer is really no and I don't have the energy. I matter too. What I'm going through matters too. And you have to be selfish in that sense sometimes and understand that because other people around you, especially people that you have been people pleasing to, they're not going to understand that. No, it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks. 
And they're going to think you're the villain. They're going to think you ain't shit. They're going to call you selfish. So I titled this that so that you can be used to being called selfish and get used to that word. Because if you have been a people pleaser and you've overextended yourself, especially for people in your life that you care deeply about, that you tried to be there for, especially those people, when you start to try to reel it back in because you need to take care of you, and you've also communicated that you're going through a lot mentally. You got a lot going on in your life. And you need to scale it back because you need to tend to you. They're going to call you selfish. And I want you to know that that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. It doesn't even have to mean that you're really selfish. But in their eyes and someone else like that, when you stop people pleasing and stop overextending yourself, be prepared to be called that. And be prepared that you're going to be all right with that. Because something that I've realized is that you cannot do so much for others to the point that you become self-negligent and to the point that you now have this expectation of return from them. You know, when you get into that mode of overextending yourself for someone, going over and beyond with them, doing everything for them. And it's probably out of the kindness of your heart at first because you care about them. But when you find yourself doing that and doing that, doing so much for someone else, you're going to start to feel resentment because, you know, you're going to expect more from them. And in the run of the other reasons why you're going to expect more from them is because more than likely, all of your energy now has been gone going to them. All of your energy is pouring out of you to them. So you don't have the energy to even really take care of yourself, to do for yourself, to be there for yourself. And so now to get a return on all the energy you're giving out, you're going to look to the people you're giving the energy to and like, you know, you can't do anything for me. You can't, you, you know, you're going to start doing that and you're going to build resentment towards them. And not only towards them, probably just towards life. You're going to be mad at everyone else and everything else. That you're so tired all the time or feel so frustrated with life and feel so frustrated with yourself. But look at what you're doing. Nothing for you. And when you neglect yourself like that and abandon yourself like that for the sake of others, you're going to get tired. And people pleasing can be very exhausting, to say the least. Not only are you not showing up being your authentic self, you are... Basically, pouring all this energy out of you. All of this energy is coming out of you. Like, everything. Imagine it just, you just doing that, and you trying to feel comfortable around other people. You not wanting to rock the boat, so to speak. You not wanting to feel their negative energy if they can't handle you saying no, or can't handle the truth from you, or can't handle honest communication from you, because... I'm going to tell you something. People pleasing, it does, it is your responsibility to work through. But part of the responsibility is understanding that if you are around other people pleasers, you can't help but to be a people pleaser too. You can't help but to try to please them like they're doing you. So it's like a cycle. And that's where I feel like that was the end point of my people pleasing tendencies. Was like trying to... Get rid of the leak, I guess, so to speak, I had to where I was trying to people please someone else. And so when it came time, because they're a people pleaser, basically. And so when it came time for me to take care of me, 
They couldn't hear it. They couldn't understand it. <sighs> that part is hard. But I can tell you one thing. I feel a lot better. I feel a lot at peace. Like, yes, it's hard to have people mad at you, upset at you, um, disgruntled with you. All because you decided to set a boundary. All because you decided to say no. All because you decided to stop overextending yourself and you need to take some time up for you and take care of you. Because the people that you overextended to, they're not going to be able to take care of you. Like all of those people you're pouring so much into, people pleasing, doing everything for, they are not going to have the capacity to do the same for you more than likely because they've so dependent on you now. So it's like you're creating a toxic cycle. And so once you break it and you like come out of that and you decide that, you know what, I can't expect nobody else to do a damn thing for me. So it's only right that I take up time and energy to take care of me. It is only right because why would I keep pouring out into someone else that can't even show up for me in the same sense? Now, I'm not saying that you know, I'm not going to be there for that, for whoever it is, that person is. Not saying that I'm going to totally say no every single time. I will say no. I feel like you have become enabled by me or strictly dependent on me. You can't even depend on yourself. Then yes, no, it's going to be no every time probably. Because I'm not going to be someone's constant, like I'm their parent and you're dependent on me. I think sometimes people take the niceness a little too far. And... And I feel like it's even the people that get mad at your no, because they feel like, you know, nice being nice and being a good person, quote unquote, it's all about you always saying yes to the person because you care about them, always doing whatever they need you to do, just being there, overextending yourself. Some people look at that as being like a great or a good woman or being a good person, a nice person, like someone that would give the shirt off their back. Or someone that would give the shoes off their feet. Someone that would just, you know, tirelessly give of themselves. Someone that would just do everything and never say no. Some people think that that is a good, nice person. And it's not. That's a tired person that's people-pleasing, trying to please everyone around them. That person I know is tired. Tired. And it's just not fair to them that they do so much for someone and then they don't get it in return. Now, I can say some people are just like that. Some people really don't have any expectations with, with what they give and do. But even if you are that person, you still deserve to take up time for yourself. You still deserve time to even to use your own energy instead of pouring it out so much. And so I want you to learn to be a little more selfish. Going into the new year, 2024, I want you to sit with that word and, t and I want you to dismantle, dismantle all of the negative connotations that may come with it. Everything that anyone may throw at you about you being selfish, thinking of yourself and all of that. I want you to dismantle it all. Don't hold on to that in your head or make you feel like don't let anyone make you feel guilty for having to need the need to set boundaries. Don't let anyone like try to gaslight you even. I want you to become so comfortable with that word that you take it as a damn compliment. Yeah. 
I want you to become dead comfortable with it to where you're like, yep, you're right. Because I guarantee you, I guarantee it, the people that are calling you selfish are the people that are probably still people pleasers themselves. They're still stuck in the mind frame and mindset that you have to overgive and overdo it and overextend yourself. That's what being a nice person is. And then they look at you like, okay, and you're not doing that. And you and you say you care about me and love me. You're not overextending yourself. You're not doing the most for me. You're telling me no when I really need your help right now. You saying no. Somebody like that is always going to think that you are selfish. Ain't no way you can get around it. Ain't no way you can. The only way you can get around that is if that person actually goes to therapy and heal their mindset around that. That's another thing about when you start healing, when you get on your healing journey and you start growing and evolving and changing and you're no longer doing the same things you used to do. When you start growing into yourself, into your mindset and healing all your old ways, old conditioning, old thinking patterns, old childhood traumas. When you start like flipping shit in your, and you start doing better and moving forward and with change. You're going to realize that a lot of other people around you are not on that journey and probably don't want to be on that journey. A lot of people don't feel that there's anything wrong with them. And that's another reason why they it can't ever hold themselves accountable. They don't think there's anything wrong with them to begin with. They're going to be the ones always calling you selfish. They're going to be the ones always calling you names if you say no. Because they haven't healed their own shit. So everyone else is always going to be the problem. It's never going to be looking within and say, well, you know what? I do need to learn to depend on myself. I am struggling right now. And I guess I'm upset that I'm struggling. I need everyone's help. And so when someone doesn't help me, I feel bad. And I feel like, you know, if they love me, they'll do whatever it is in their heads. They need to go to therapy and work it out. Or heal and change with that. I'm telling you, like, when you heal, you're going to notice that everyone else around you that, now, that haven't done their work, not on the journey, not trying to be. Everybody else is always going to be the problem. Everybody else is always going to be the villain. It's always going to be what someone did to me. It's always going to be I mistreated or I'm done so wrong. It's always going to be the world is falling down on me. It's always going to be woe is me. Always. You're always going to be a problem in their life. And once I wrap my head around that, that no matter what I will do, I was always going to be the villain. I said, oh, well, babe, I just have to be the villain because I can't go another year in that same dark place that I got to years ago. I took, I don't know if y'all know this, but I told this before on other podcasts, but I'm going to say it here. Years ago, I took a whole year off my call center job. I was working at a call center and it was extremely stressful. And not only that, I had so much going on in my life during that time. Like relatives dying left and right, like every month. And I just couldn't take it anymore. I was just tired for years of just this job and then so much outside shit going on, giving, giving of myself so much. And my poor husband, he was there trying his best to help me through it. He got tired of seeing me come home crying night after night. It was his suggestion that, you know, you need to find a way to take off time off work. And I started telling him about um, therapy approved through the job. I can't remember what it's called right now. So it's the tip of my tongue. 
but it was therapy that it's um, EPA or something like that. It's some kind of therapy that your job approves of and pays for. And you get like a like like three, four or five sessions, something like that, at no charge. And so a lot of people at work were taking it. And it was rumored, allegedly, that they were lying and asking therapists to give them time off work just to get time off work. Paid. Because we would get paid. It was short-term disability. You would get paid. And I was so afraid to take it because I didn't know anyone saying the same thing about me. And my husband kept urging me. And I remember I just snapped one day. Because I went in the bathroom crying at work. It was just so much have went on with that job. I'd be sitting here. That's another whole podcast. Call Center Work Baby. And I was just going through so much. And so I finally decided to take the leave. I went to a therapist that someone recommended me to go through the company. And I went... And she signed my paperwork off. She's like, well, what do you want to do about your job right now? You're so stressed. I was like, I, I really appreciate some time off to get my thoughts together. And she gave me like three months up front. And when those ran out, I was like, I still, I'm still, i nervous. I'm scared. I, I want to go back and I would have a nervous breakdown. And she said, we're going to take you some more time off. And I ended up taking a whole year off damn near. I think it they capped out at like 10, 11 months. It was damn near a whole year. I remember it was like from September the year before all the way to like April. So, yeah, damn near. And that was a tough time. That whole year and the year after, it was a tough ass time for me mentally. Like, oh my gosh. It's like I can't even believe I was, I'm tearing up because I can't believe I was that low. And I'm not shaming myself. I'm not ashamed of what I went through. I'm just like, I don't even know like how I got there. It was just, I guess stuff started building up. And I'm like, I can't do it anymore. And I know that it's my duty to take care of me and to do something for me. And so that during that time, this person, I told him that, hey, I'm going through a lot. And I told him that I took off. And I, I was afraid to even tell him I took off work. I was afraid to because I knew they were going to start asking me to do stuff for them. And, you know, people you care about, you don't want to say no all the time, too. You don't. But, and that's what I think keeps you being a people pleaser. And so, after that, I, and they asked me, that, no, they asked me if I'm going back to work. No, they asked me, are you back at work yet? I said, no, I'm still so stressed. You know, I'm thinking they're asking about me and how I'm doing, you know? And they asked me, well, can you do this for me? Right into it. Like, you just didn't hear me say that I'm stressed out. And I think sometimes some people get caught up in their own needs and shit and trauma that they're like, tunnel vision to whatever else is going on with other people around them it's like they have that victim mentality that the whole world is only crashing down on them and them only and that everybody else is strong and has the capacity to help them out and it's like no everybody gets weak and falls down and needs help so i was going to therapy during that time talking it out with her and um doing a lot of reflecting on my own i did most of my reflection on my own and she kept the time going off from work and I got my mind right a little bit. I was still a little stressed. I ended up not going back to the job and went to somewhere else. But man, and then trying to run this and do having that girl stuff and follow my dreams still. Like, I feel like that people that can't understand that you are human and that you have a life of your own, that you have struggles of your own. I feel like people that can't understand that. And can't empathize with that are dangerous for you to be around.
I'm just going to flat out say it. They're dangerous. Especially if you're trying to come out of being a people pleaser and be a little more selfish and reserve more your energy for you. They are dangerous for, for you to be around people like that. People that don't seem to empathize with you or really care about what you have going on. Or people that call you selfish when you say no sometimes or when you need the energy for yourself and when you can't do things. You know, people like that that just blame everyone else for their problems and can't see how sometimes they could be the problem. Can't hold themselves accountable. And you can't beg people that don't feel like they're doing anything wrong to be accountable. You can't, you you know, you can't beg for them to see the light or to see how they've hurt you. You you They're not going to see it. They're only going to see how they were mistreated. Nothing you can do with that. So you might as well be selfish. You might as well be fucking selfish. If they're going to just basically want you there, just overextending yourself, just want you there to always say yes, to always do whatever they need you to do, you... And they get mad if you say no or get mad because you got to take care of yourself. Like we we all owe it to ourselves to take care of ourselves. Like there's no one coming to save us like they say. There's no one coming to take care of us and do things for us and make us and make us achieve these goals and make us rest and take care of ourselves. There's no one that's going to come and make us do those things. We have that responsibility to ourselves, everyone. And so... Sometimes you got to be a little selfish so that you can retreat and take care of you. You have to take care of you. You are important. And so, yeah, you got to be a little selfish. And what helped me to be that is to understand that just how I am able to do the work and to process and to figure out my shit and to do the self-work. And to process through it and to push through it and to figure out how to get shit done. Just like I have the ability to do that, everyone else does as well. It's just that they are not choosing to. And you did. And you are not responsible for someone that did not choose to do their self-work. You can't keep holding yourself responsible for their shit. So you got to get on your shit. And if that means being a little selfish, be a little selfish. I promise you. The real ones in your life that appreciate what you can do, not that you just do and do and do. There are some ones in your life that are going to think the world of you. I had to think back to like, okay, there's really only one person in my life that can ever say that, that has done that. Like my friends think the world of me will never call me selfish. My husband will never call me selfish. Hell, even my own mama wouldn't. And so, yeah. That's when you start having to do the inner work and realize where they're coming from. And it's sad that you end up knowing more about the people that call you selfish and and take it out on you. You end up knowing more about their shit and the self-work they need to do than they do them own selves. But just because you understand them don't mean that you have to lower yourself to deal with that. And so I didn't. I refuse. I just be selfish in your eyes, baby. I just will. I just be a bitch. I just be, fuck it. I'm not nice. <laughs> like Megan, Megan the Stallion said, "Fuck it, bitch. I'm not nice. I'm not. I'm a good person, but I'm not a so nice person that's gonna overextend herself. I'm just not. I'm just not. And if anyone expects that of me, then that tells me that they don't give a fuck about me. 
And it also tells me that they are not okay with boundaries. They don't have the emotional maturity level to handle it. Also tells me that they basically trying to use me. Also tells me that, you know, they don't see me for me. It's it's so much. So it's like, no, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be there for me and you do too. So don't be afraid to be a little selfish, to look at, at where the leakage is in your life. If you're feeling so tired and, and down and just feeling like someone's taking all of your energy or something is taking all of your energy. Be a little selfish so you can go back and take care of you. Because there is no one else out there that's coming to do it for you. There's people that can have a hand in it. But ultimately, the job is yours. Like, I'm married and I had a whole mental breakdown for damn near a year. Over a year probably. Had a whole mental breakdown. But that don't mean that, oh, just because I was in a healthy, good relationship that I'm not supposed to have breakdowns anymore. That I'm not supposed to have mental health issues anymore. That I'm just supposed to be so dependent on this person to to make sure that I don't have that happen to me. No, it is still my job. They're just there to add to me. They're not going to stress me out and make it worse. They're just there to add to me in any way that they can. And that's what my husband was to me. He was the one that convinced me, you need to take the time off work. Baby, you coming home crying every night. And I knew I was coming home crying every night, but I did not compute it to mean that something was wrong. I just thought I need to be stronger. I need to be stronger. I mean, I, need, I need to like rough it out. You know, I kept thinking that. But seeing someone actually scared, not scared, but actually, you know, someone that was actually anxious about how I was feeling, someone that was concerned. Seeing someone that concerned made me realize that, oh, shit, maybe something is going on. Maybe something is wrong. You know, this person that cares about me and the way he would talk to me and, and tell me and beg me, like, babe, you know, it's not you're, it's not good. He could even sense when I'm getting back to that space. I was getting really stressed out at work recently on my new job, a different one. It's customer service work, but it's not nearly as stressful. He and we were going through some new changes and I was just getting so mad and frustrated and calls were busy back to back. So I remember just like, I'm just tired. I don't want to do nothing. And and I remember he looked at me with concern. It was like, I feel like you get into that place again, baby. And I'm like, shit. And that kind of snapped me out of it. And I started doing, I guess, the self work. And I'm realizing that now this is something that I'm going to have to probably constantly do is to check in with myself when I feel myself getting to that dark place or getting low, it's time for me. That means that too much energy is going out somewhere. It's time for me to cut something off and bring it in. Bring it into me. And some people have more capacity than others. And I realize I just don't have a lot of capacity to do a lot of everything for everyone. Or even just in my own shit. Like at one point I was doing school, this work, another hobby that I'm trying to monetize. Um... The podcasting and then work and it was just like okay this is too much every all of me was going out like this is a lot and I realized I had to cut something off and it was school like I dropped the school because I don't feel it's for me I remember I got on here real, really excited to tell you all because I'm trying to find my way and figure shit out so I may be a little all over the place but I realized that debt wasn't for me I know it's something along the lines of this but I'm not quite sure but I'm feeling like that it needs to be back to what the original, original plan was that sparked me to do all of this, which was write the books. And I ain't wrote nan book in a long time. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I'm trying to do everything else because I'm just like, it's not writing books. I don't feel like writing books, but it is. <laughs> and I need to get back to it. I wrote the other ones, but I don't know. I lost my mojo, I guess, because they're not Amazon number one bestsellers, New York Times bestsellers. I'm wanting like the big shit with it. So I feel like it ain't meant, but it is. So I'm getting back to that. That's what made me realize I need to get back on track. I'm all over the place because I'm trying to not stay the course of what it is I'm really supposed to do. I want to do something else and I don't want to do the tough, tough labor or work. So, yeah. But I got a little off subject. But no, really I didn't because I'm saying that when I feel myself too much of me going out, it's time to be a little more selfish Time to reel it back in a little bit. Time to reel some of their energy back in. Time to take care of yourself. Time to take a mental break from things. And I do that often now. And I'm telling you to some people in your life. And you know who them some people are. It won't be everybody. Some people are actually okay with that because they say no. So they're able to accept your no. And not take it so personally because they know you need to self-preserve yourself like they do. And so if somebody else has worked through that and they're used to saying no. And they've learned how to say no to others. They're not going to take your no so personally. But it's some people that have not learned to do that themselves. So they're going to look at you like the big bad wolf. Like something wrong with you or you're mean or you're selfish. They're going to look at you like a bitch. And you got to be comfortable with that because you know who you are. And I am because I'm like, I know that I cannot lose my mind again. I got to reel it back in. I got to tend to myself. I cannot be doing a lot, this and that, here and there. It's a lot for me. To somebody else, they may be thinking, this ain't a lot. This shouldn't be a lot. It is for me. And that's also what it means to be selfish. Just to like understand who you are. Don't let someone else tell you who you should be or how you should be just because based off their own perspective. You are not them. They are not you. You can't let anyone tell you how you should feel or when you should be tired or how much is too much just because they make and do more. Okay, but baby, I can't. You know, I got my mental, I got to keep make sure my mental straight so I can have the energy to take care of my damn self and do what I got to do for me. And you just got to be selfish and say, okay, you got to take care of you because oftentimes, People that you find yourself saying yes to or doing the most for, doing things for, overextending yourself for, they are not going to know how to have a boundary. They're going to keep asking us because, of course, they're going to think, oh, yeah, she's such a nice person. I can ask her for shit all the time. I can keep on asking her. She said yes before. She's going to say yes every other time. I can always go to her. I can always depend on her. She's so dependable and so nice. She always says yes. She says fuck herself. Fuck her life. Fuck her having energy for herself. She must got enough energy to spare. She ain't saying none. She ain't setting the boundary. So I'm going to keep asking her. That's how they think. And can you really blame them? If you don't ever open your mouth to set a boundary or to say no or to speak of your capacity to do so, they're going to think that you are really such a nice person and you have so much to give and do. So, yeah, you got to do some speaking up too because sometimes people ain't going to have the the sense to set their own boundary with what you do for them because they're going to think that you can keep doing more and more. And it's like, 
you have to be careful of what you say yes to or what you agree to to do because expect that that's you're going to have to say yes to that probably for the rest of your life. You're always going to have to say yes then. You're always going to have to agree to. You're always going to have to be that. You're never going to be able to say no again probably. And so that's something that I had to start realizing as well is that whatever I'm saying yes to, that means I'm saying yes 10 times more, 100 times over. I'm always going to want to say yes. This is something that's going to have to be constant. And that's how other people in your life will think sometimes if they don't have the sense enough to set a boundary. So you have to be responsible for that. That's why I said you have to be a little selfish. You just have to. And if they're going to hate you for it, then they're going to have to just hate you. They're just going to have to. They're going to have to be mad at you. They're going to have to think you're the villain. But I promise you, I promise you, not everyone is going to think that when you start setting boundaries. Unless everyone in your life you are a people pleaser to. Every single person in your life. But the people that really care about you and the people that have also, like I said, learned to say no. The people that have their own boundaries and the people that are able to depend on themselves and not depend on everyone for everything. They're going to understand your no. They're going to want you to say no. Like something else that I've learned is that anyone that tells me no means that I can fully trust their yes. It means that if someone tells me no, and then sometimes if I ask again, they tell me yes, I know I can trust that that yes is coming from a genuine place and not from a place of expectancy, not from a place of, you know, if I do this for you, then you owe me, nothing like that. It's coming from a real place of yes, I have the capacity, and yes, I'll be honored to do this, yes, I want to. So people that are honest and their yeses and noes, you can fully trust. Like you say you want someone in your life that you can trust, someone that can be authentic and true to you, but yet you can't take someone telling you no. You can't take someone being honest with you about that because you're so stuck in your own shit. You're so stuck in what your own trauma that you can't see clearly that that's an honest person that actually does care and they care enough to set the boundaries so that they can have the connection they want with you. They still want a connection with you, but they have to set a boundary because, like, maybe they have not, they don't have the energy right now. And so think about it. If you're saying you want an honest, authentic, true, genuine person that's real, real doesn't mean someone saying yes to you all the time just to please you. Real is someone that's going to say, no, I can't do that right now. I don't have the capacity or I don't have the space or, hey, I'm really tired right now. I'm going through a lot. You know, someone that can say no, you can trust their yes. That means when they say yes, it's genuine and it's true. And you don't have to worry about any type of ill intentions behind it. So understand that, too, if you have an issue with the yes, no thing and boundaries. So that's all I wanted to say for this podcast. I hope you take something from it and you start finding ways that you can be a little more selfish in your life. And all that it means is just finding ways to preserve yourself and to keep some energy for you because life be life in 
And you're going to need that energy to take care of you and your mind and, and your goals and what you got to go do for yourself because nobody else is going to come along and do that shit for you. So I hope you understand that it's okay to be a little selfish. And it's true and honest and authentic for you to come to the conclusion that, okay, maybe I am selfish because I need my energy a lot more than what I can do for someone else. Sometimes I just need me. So, as always, you can check out my coaching, my books, and new releases. You can, you can subscribe to my newsletter and get new release books because I am working on... Um, publishing some next year um, the newsletter I always send it out whenever something new comes out check check all that out on afmanetgirl.net my patron is where I do some coaching I do some coaching just like um, like if you just want a one time coaching I do that as well all that is on afmanetgirl.net all my social media pages all the works my about me all that oh I gotta update my about me I almost forgot but <laughs> But that's all I got for this podcast episode. And girlfriends, if you are listening to this, I almost meant to tell you. I am going to start doing story time on my YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed, the story times that I'm going to do are going to be like personal, personal stories. Like about um, my dating journeys and my dating history. my The things that I had to grow and heal through. I'm going to do story time like with that. And I think my first story time is going to be how I learned how to date. How I learned to date with an anxious, anxious attachment. That's going to be my first story time. And by the time you watch this, it may be already posted. So, either way, check it out. Subscribe so you can see that. It's only Story time is only going to be on my YouTube channel. Podcasts will still be everywhere. Um, but yeah, check out my first story time. I'm excited to do this one. It's going to be just basically my dating journey. With having an anxious attachment and how I learned to do that. Because I feel some of y'all and you'd be like, it's hard to date. And, you know, you have that. And you have the history of being heartbroken and having an anxious attachment. And, and you you know, you get, you clam up when the guy comes around because you don't know how to not be anxious. I got, I got y'all. That's going to explain how I worked through that. All the bumps and turn, bumps and fall downs and turn twists and turns that I had to go through and finding myself with that. I'm going to break it down for y'all. That's on the story time. Check it out. Abadegirl.net for everything else. Other than that, that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. Until the next one, peace out. <laughs>